Okay, we are live. Welcome to the Embodiment of Soul Care video podcast number 15. <laughs> Rocking it into the 15. Yes, that feels pretty good, actually. So grab your favorite beverage. Yes. We actually switched out tonight. I uh, switched I over didn't to get the, the GT memo. again. Kelly didn't get the memo, and she almost spilled her tea, so she almost <laughs> had to go get her own GT because uh, Spirit yeah. was telling her and nudging her to switch it out. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't happen, so she's stuck with tea. But I know. find your favorite beverage, Boring. take a nice little sip. Yes. Mm. Okay, we're going to settle in tonight. You know, tonight ah, is the topic of self-love. Mm. We're going to talk about why is self-love often lacking in ourselves and why is it important? You know, why do we want to cultivate a practice of self-love? Why do we want to think about it? Why do we want to um, dive into it. And, you know, why is it something that kind of in the background, you know, I think a lot of us do think about, um, but maybe not consciously enough. So we'll talk about that tonight. Um, so kind of where I wanted to start is, you know, in terms of, I mean, let's look at why can self-love often be lacking in us. And I think a lot of it comes from, you know, kind of, we talked a little bit ago about those um, factory default settings, you know, yes. that we all have uh, related to so many things. And one of them I do think relates to, well, you know, if I have, what, what comes up for people when you think of self-love and, you know, people might think narcissist or self-centered or, you know, kind of more the ego side of what self-love might be, being selfish, you know, mm -hmm. caring more about yourself than you do about others, um, kind of those sorts of traits, right? And then it almost switches into, so the polar opposite of that, if you don't want to be selfish, of course, you're going to be more the martyr mentality, more the, I'm going to give to others before I give to myself mentality. Right. And it goes right back to, you know, I know you've said this before, Kelly, it's like, well, in an airplane, you know, you need to put your mask on before you put the mask on for the person who needs help next to you. Why? Because right. if you're not centered and if you're not breathing, right, right. I mean, how are you going to help somebody else breathe and thrive and live? Mm -hmm. Right. So we really wanted to bring tonight's conversation back home. You know, so much what we talk yeah. about is being the love within and that starts with loving yourself so that that love can emanate out, not from the outside in, not from finding love outside and bringing it in, but having love within and allowing it to emanate out. So that's going to be the theme for tonight. Um, so I don't know, Kelly, do you want to dive into that a little bit as well? Yeah, I can dive into it a little bit because there's something that comes up when you say that. And I'm sorry that my head's cut off. And I'm also <laughs> sorry that I'm so blurry tonight because Casey is like... <laughs> brighter than bright can be with her new PC. And I am still <laughs> with the old looking dusty as my nephew pointed out. <laughs> so anyways, I apologize for that because I'm looking, I just looked over again at myself and it throws me off. So I'm going to just focus right here. Makes you look so, like you have your aura, you know, just like. Exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, oh yes. Yeah, so much soul <laughs> or a dusty aura. One or the other. I mean, come on. Dust off that aura. Yeah, I know. So what that what you just said kind of made me think of something. You know, a lot of people they're like, oh, that's all fine and good. You know, self love, uh, loving myself. But how do I how do I do that? Mm -hmm. How do I even start when I can't stand anything about myself, right? And so something that I you know have told people to use and that I use on days that I'm like really beating myself down is something that we talked about in another podcast. I mean, weeks ago, maybe at the beginning. 
where, you know, you just focus on something that brings you joy. Just even for a moment, you know, I don't know if that's a flower or a bird or a tree or the wind or, or like getting on your screen, looking at old pictures of whatever, but just something that takes you vibrationally into a better spot. And then if you just keep doing that and you allow that feeling to just continue even for two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, whatever it is, and then, then it just kind of overtakes you for a few moments. And that's the beginning of learning how to love something truly for what it's doing for you, which is bringing you more grounded, bringing you more centered. Um, the self-love can be, can be tricky because we do have the egotistical mind, the psychological mind that's constantly pushing us out of that space. You know, okay, I love myself for a moment. And then, you know, I didn't make this dream happen, or I didn't do this, or I didn't do that. Well, that's when it goes, like you said, Casey, kind of into the self-talk mode. Like, how are you, how are you talking to yourself? What are you saying to yourself on a daily basis? You know, if, if you think your only purpose here is to create and manifest that dream, you're completely wrong. Because the main purpose for you being here is getting in touch with you and knowing that you are all that really matters for yourself. And then everybody will probably say, well, what about this? And no, this person matters and my child matters. And I get that. I get all these people matter to you. But what we're talking about is the deep depths of what you're truly trying to connect with here in this human experience. And that is to become more and more connected with self. And loving yourself so unconditionally, I guess you could call it unconditionally. Would you call it unconditionally, Casey, or would you call it something different? Because I know some people have like a little bit of an issue with the unconditional thought. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, we don't want to live conditionally. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. How do you feel about unconditional love? Oh, that's such a good question. I actually, I do really like it almost as you apply it to yourself first right. to see, you know, how, I mean, I think the one thing we tend to say is we can love our children unconditionally, you know, mm -hmm. that there is a part of us that we can love them unconditionally, no matter how right. they're behaving right. or what's going on, um, what thoughts they have. And maybe we give them that leeway because they're under the age of 18 and they're learning and, you know, we have this paradigm, like after the age of 18, you're supposed to be cooked and you've learned and you should be, you know, like well on right. your way by then, not remembering that we all, you know, develop throughout our lives. And I think that, um, you know, I don't want to go into like any kind of inner child thing per se, but I do think that having, I think actually having unconditional love for yourself is a beautiful thing because that's where you can hold space right. without conditions, right. you know? So it's like, you can do something. It doesn't mean you approve like just like your children, they can do something you don't approve of or think is a good behavior, but it doesn't change your love for them. You know, mm -hmm. kind of like sometimes you don't like someone, but you still love them. Right. And I think it is important to have that for yourself because if you don't, right. then you're just going to always fall into some kind of pit of self-judgment on some level that you'll never be able to fully get out of. If you can't right. have a space of pure unconditional love mm -hmm. as your vessel almost, you know, mm -hmm. that, that holds the space. So yeah, I think that's super important. And if that's confronting in any way, or if the word unconditional brings something up for somebody, I right. think that's a really good thing to look at, right? Like what, um, you know, cause if you can't hold that space for yourself, who else is gonna, it, it, number one, it wouldn't even matter if someone else holds it for you because you won't accept it. So even if, you know, someone else does love you unconditionally, maybe your parent loves you unconditionally, but if you don't love yourself unconditionally, you're not going to fully accept their unconditional love. It might feel nice. It might be good, 
but you won't fully let it in, you know? So I think if you don't start and have some space within, at least like the witness, like we talked about last week, if the witness within you can hold a space of unconditional love for yourself, that then things happen inside of, and maybe you don't approve of everything you do, or wow, I really could have acted better in that situation. Mm -hmm. But having the witness hold this, hold the space allows you to step into an improved you the next time versus the self-flagellation, you Mm -hmm. know, of, oh my God, I should have done better. Um, you know, which I've really been thinking a lot about. I mean, you know, we've talked before, like I'm a pretty intense perfectionist. I've had a lot of pretty nasty self-talk over the years. I mean, nobody could have said nastier things to themselves than right. me. Like nobody's been a bigger bully of themselves yeah. than I have. And what's been real sobering, truthfully, you know, my son has a lot of those traits. Both Teddy and I have a lot of that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so certainly my son, you know, I mean, he has a lot of that perfectionist energy as well. And it's right. been really hard at times And sometimes he'll actually speak, you know, I'm stupid or just like, how could I have done that? You know, it's like, wow, like I see my own internal thoughts that I no longer verbalize out there. You know, I'm, I'm well behaved enough by now that I keep all that in and nobody knows that I'm silently flagellating myself, right? Right. a nice little (laughs) smile on, but you know, he's young enough that sometimes it comes out and it's like, you know, it's a good opportunity. I'm, I'm glad he does so that I right. know some of that is going on internally, mm-hmm. you know, so I think it can be a tendency to be too much of a perfectionist, too hard on your, you want to be hard enough on yourself that you challenge yourself to be a better person, right? You bet. It's that balance point, but you don't want to be so hard on yourself that you just, you know, are going to be disappointed almost with everything you do because nothing's right. quite good enough. So there's no room I do think, as you're saying it, that a level of unconditional love for yourself is like a prerequisite to self-love. I mean, that's what self-love is because without Mm -hmm. that, there's no real space for it. Because none of us are perfect. Something's going to happen. You're going to do something that you don't consider you know, at at your level or someone's going to violate your boundary and you're going to let them or, you know, something, right? right? So the only way inside of that to still hold a sense of self-love is incredibly important. Um, and those are the times when you're going to notice it the most, right? Or you can notice it after. And then in that moment, it's always a present moment thing, right? Even if you didn't have self-love for yourself five minutes ago, you can do it now. You know, if you didn't have it 50 years ago, you can do it now. You can only have self-love now. And now is the only moment where self-love makes a difference. If you loved yourself five minutes ago, but you're not now, it makes no difference right Right. now. So I think it's a beautiful practice in, am I in ego? Am I in spirit? If you're in spirit, you are in self-love. If you're in ego, you're not. That's it, right? right? Right. I mean, pretty simple. And the only one that matters, the only moment that matters is now. Right. That's exactly. And, you know, and I think going into that ego versus spirit, it's almost like, you know, I think that the ego would almost be like, I'm prideful. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, prideful it'll twist I'm, it. Right. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. very prideful. I'm, 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 you know, like the superhero, you know, mm-hmm. that's how I love myself. And it's like, no, that's not true. Self-love. Yeah. Yes. You can yeah. be proud of yourself. Yeah. But that pride is more of an egotistical, egotistical, psychological human experience than it is from the pure source of love. 
I mean, I don't think God walks around up in heaven. Maybe he does. I don't know. We'll all be surprised saying like, oh, I'm pounding his chest. I don't think that's his thing. Right. So I think, you know, it's, it's kind of goes back to that. Like, what would Jesus do or what would God do thought, you know, like how do they love themselves? How do they carry themselves in love? And, Mm -hmm. and when you were talking, it kind of brought up something else for me and I wrote it down, you know, with in any type of relationship or manifestation or experience in life is so much harder when there is no self-love, you know, I mean, in order to really create and manifest and to have solid, solid loving relationships is Mm -hmm. to first love yourself because then Mm -hmm. you're in alignment, right? If you, if you're not in love with yourself and you're not feeling that self-love and that current of attachment to source, because that's all source is, is that love energy. And the second we step off of that path of feeling that self-love, we are off the path of source. And source cannot come off that path to join us because they do not exit from that current of love. And so in order to get what it is you desire in life and what it is exactly that you want in life, you must reside on that line of love for self. And then you can do anything. And you'll see that things just start to happen so rapidly in that sense. Um, That was such a beautiful way of saying it, Kelly. I love that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I told Casey, I didn't know what the hell I was going to say tonight. <laughs> and it just came out. That's perfect. So, Keep going. So, yeah. The other thing that I was going to say is um, the comparison to others. Okay. Mm. All we, you know, that's another like deep self-talk, you know, and it's yeah. something to ask yourself every day. Am I upset with myself because I'm not meeting the, like the expectations of others? Am I not as good as that person? Am I not as pretty as that person? Am I not as smart as that person? Like, where are you letting out your energy? Okay. And then remembering that none of that matters. And that's kind of what I meant at the beginning of this. Not Mm -hmm. like, oh, nobody matters, screw them all. But (laughs) nobody matters in the course of the self-love because if you're comparing, you're not loving. You know, and if you're contrasting, you're not loving. And if you're just trying to meet one specific goal, you're not loving because you're missing everything that there is. Um, Source energy, God, all of these things, universal energy, all these things that we refer to are all love. And everything on this planet is love unless the ego takes course, Mm -hmm. unless self-love falls apart. And so if you can do anything, you know, there's so many people that are like, well, I just don't know what to do during this time of chaos. You know, all these protests, all this craziness, you know, I'm just not, you know, it's like the NBA. I have to say something about all these professional athletes. Like they're just stopping playing. Why? Isn't that something they love to do? Isn't that something that brings joy to other people? Maybe it's that one little glimpse of happiness that someone has for the day that brings them into the awareness of self-love. And we're just going to stop. Like think of the bigger picture. I want everyone to think of the, and that's like on a big scale, but I want everybody to think of the bigger picture. If you want to make a difference, love yourself, put yourself where you enjoy to be and the vibrations will change and the world will change. But the second you start conflicting and contrasting and taking things away and ripping things away from yourself that bring you enjoyment to then center on something of negative sense and negative vibration, you change the whole world into a negative vibration. Bring the love back within. Go to the things that you love to do. And everything will calm and settle. 
And this is the thing that everyone is missing. And, you know, self-love right now is so hard for people because they're comparing each other. Oh, you, you want to vote for that guy? You're an idiot. Oh, you want, you don't believe in black lives matter. You're an idiot. How selfish you are. And it's like, that's not what I'm saying. Like people aren't even hearing each other because they're so disconnected with themselves. And so bringing that in, that self-love is a pure, is pure as a connection as you can get to source, get there and you will change the world and you will change the way you see the world. Your life will change forever. No joke. Yeah. You know? So I love what you're saying about joy as an yeah. access to yes. self-love, you know, yeah. because there's a lightness to that. You know, last week we talked about feeling mm-hmm. light as a feather versus feeling yeah. weighed down. Yeah. And I can speak to that, you know, I mean, there was a real, like, you know, growing up, I did have such a great life, but I had this deep down like sense of guilt that I had yeah. such a great life. And there were so many people suffering, you know, that's kind mm-hmm. of the martyr sense. Like, okay, yeah. well, I'm just going to go down there with them, you know, because if oh. I'm in too much joy, then you know, I mean, I had this like complex about it almost like I was doing the world any good by wallowing in my martyrdom and my sadness. And then the more, you know, that's when, um, I said how life changing that book was for me, power Mm -hmm. versus force with the levels of consciousness calibration. It was the first moment I really realized, wow, the vibration of joy the vibration of love does more for the planet than any of this wallowing yeah, exactly. ever could, that's right? right? That book, yeah. And that's why it was so powerful for me. And it was the first time I really took a step out and started to think, wow, if I could really do more good that way, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I was listening to Esther Hicks again today, one of oh, their older books. And it, it's so great. It sounds just like you. It's awesome. Oh, I was like, oh, she's so awesome. And it was very similar. It was like, what if your purpose here is joy? And the more yes. joy we bring, the more we raise the vibration, and maybe that's, that is the natural state yeah. and we've taken ourselves out of the natural state and now we're living unnaturally, you yeah. know, nature, you know, so, um, I was listening to this beautiful thing the other day about like, what is natural? What is nature? Mm-hmm. You know, and in our basic nature is that sense of flow and well being, mm-hmm. And we've taken ourselves out of the flow, out of the river, you know, let's jump back in, let's swim, let's, right. let's dive, let's flow, let's stop swimming up current or, you know, whatever that is, yeah. right? Like s- allow yourself to be flowing down the current rather than trying to swim upstream. Right. Um, so, and, and what I like about that is it's a shift of perception. You know, we've yes. talked about you yes. kind of ended with that. It's like, it's really, the power of perception is so strong here because it's like how you perceive self-love or how you perceive what's okay, how you perceive that it's, it's power. If you have a belief and a perception that it's powerful to be in joy and that that contributes to the world, well, then all bets are off, right? You're going to be like, Oh, well, what brings me joy? What brings me flow? Mm -hmm. And then that's just going to naturally spill over to enhance other people's lives if you have that belief. But if you have a belief kind of on the opposite side, um, then you're going to stop the flow. And then you'll look around at your life and wonder, well, why isn't it flowing? You know, so a lot of it is how are you perceiving what self-love is Mm -hmm. and the value it actually brings to yourself, Mm -hmm. which is great. And to others, you know, both are important, but first, you know, be, um, be okay with bringing that value to yourself right. that you're right. just enjoying the things you enjoy. That's wonderful. You know, don't feel guilt mm-hmm. over that. So I think right. there is this interesting little undercurrent of what are you feeling guilty about? If you 
now say, you know what? Um, like going to the gym, let's say, oh, well, I can't make time to go to the gym. I know I need to go, but then I take time away from my family or, you know, maybe that's just like an example, but it's right. like something that, you know, if you know, deep down, you have an intuition that something would really make a difference for you, you know, like pick one thing, whoever's listening to this, you know, pick one thing that, you know, deep down your intuition mm -hmm. screaming at you that yeah. you really know would be of benefit to you whether it's health, whether it's, yeah, I mean, health could be emotional, um, physical, mental, right? On any of those right. levels, what would be beneficial to you? And just say, you know, put it in your schedule, put it in your calendar, do it even if you're taking time away from others. And you'll see that when you come back to your family, you know, you'll have, it's kind of like that, you know, you'll fill your own, you know, drip, 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 you'll fill your own bucket or you'll right. fill your own vessel so that now it spilleth over, right? That whole mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. So it's like, if that can, you know, you have enough self-worth and self-value that that's important, you know, make yourself important. That's where, um, you know, that women's group I had started, my tagline was yes. make your radiance a priority. Right. And, you know, it's like, make you a priority. Right and have that be okay, have the perception that that's okay. And then that will spill over, you know, and then other things can be a priority too. But if you're down at the bottom of the list, you know, something's going to give your health is going to give, you know, your, your um, mental health, your physical health, your overall well being. something will give because this human body, this vessel, you know, is only as good as what we put in and that includes right. our perceptions that includes right. our beliefs that includes the food that includes right. the exercise that includes the the whole picture of it right. and you know we all know if you don't take care of your vessel your vessel you know might just not be there right <laughs> like, <Yeah. So laughs> it might just decide it the doesn't want to be around anymore it might mm -hmm. exist in in ways that you know are uncomfortable for you mm -hmm. so you know, um, you know, just challenge yourself to, to make that window of time to have the thing called, Oh, I could never possibly do that. I could never possibly put that in. And I say that from experience the last year, I've started doing all kinds of things that before I had all kinds of excuses why I wasn't doing them. There were great excuses. Trust me, really right. convincing. <laughs> Right. So but that was also are. largely perception. Mm -hmm. It was how I was perceiving it. And it was how I was putting myself in a box and not allowing myself to think, okay, how could I get creative or how could I just stand for something and be like, you know what? I am going to take this time. This is important. I'm just going to do it. You can have whatever thoughts or opinions you want about it. And the more you have that energy, like you were talking this week to somebody about that mama bear energy, yeah. you know, it could be uh, papa bear, mama bear, whatever gender you want right. to that. But it's like, if you have that energy, like I'm important, this is important. I'm going to set this boundary. I'm going to do this thing. A lot of times it's almost like the red sea, like it just parts. Right. And that's so mm -hmm. much of what you were saying. You know, yeah. it's like if you stand your ground on that right. the energy anchors. And it's like you were describing earlier, the energy of spirit literally anchors so strongly that the seas will part. You know, yeah. I mean, exactly. You thought were not possible suddenly become possible or you find that yeah, little yeah. tiny window where boop, I fit that in. I fit that right. five minutes in to meditate and I fit that hour in to go to the gym and I did it three times a week and I'm proud of myself. And that's the other thing, turn around. And when you do accomplish something, when you do, yes. you know, make a step forward, pat yourself on the back. That's part of self-love is acknowledgement. You know, you partially want to push yourself and you also want to celebrate your victories. You know, you want to celebrate, um, you know, how far you've come. I think that that's a lot of it. Like you said, we can spend so much time in comparison 
that we forget to say, okay, compared, oh, that, um, that author I love, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. He has such a powerful book, um, 12 Rules for Life or something like that. But one of his rules is exactly that. It's don't compare yourself to others. Compare yes. yourself to who you were yesterday. Yes. So if you're like, wow, I'm actually, cause I can look at my life and be like, wow, compared to 20 years ago, compared to 10, compared to 10 days ago, compared to 10 minutes ago, Hey, I've come really far. I'm really proud of myself. You know, I can still go farther and I still have other things to accomplish and I still have more to grow into. But if you can be in the present moment, it comes back to the present moment again, right? If you can acknowledge yourself in the present for how far you've come, that is a big step towards yes. self-love. And the more you can keep that present, then you are in your spirit self. You know, the yeah. minute you go, yeah, well, you know, I didn't do that. I haven't done that yet. You know, and that's also a self-talk thing. You can say, wow, I haven't done that yet. Mm, I can't, I, I'm really committed to doing that versus I haven't done that yet. I'm such a loser, right? There, right. I was telling, I was talking to my son the other day. I said, sometimes it's not what you're saying. It's how you're saying it. It's yes. the tone of voice. It's the expression. So, you know, as you're listening to yourself talk, it's not always the words. Sometimes it's, it's where it's coming from. You can say the same exact words from ego and from spirit, and they will resonate in your being mm -hmm. in a completely different way. Oh, so, yeah. you know, that's something to play with as well. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And, you know, that kind of goes to the whole thing too, that if you're not respecting yourself or loving yourself, how do you expect someone else to love and respect you? Yeah. Right. You're not I going to attract that. You're not. No. And that's huge right there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm just going to use this as an example. Like, let's say that you, you're down on yourself all the time and all you're thinking about is how much you can't stand a certain gender. Mm -hmm. Be like, oh, I can't stand men or I can't stand women, <laughs> you know, but I'd really like to find somebody to date. <laughs> Who the hell do you think is going to come your way? Somebody who's down on themselves. That is the epitome of the shit you just said mm -hmm. about why you don't like men or why you don't yeah. like women. This is and what they are person, like. Right, and then what shows up is that what they are like. <laughs> exactly. Because you're putting so much energy into that thought as opposed to, you know, I, I understand that I've had a bad run. I understand that I'm not always nice to myself. Mm -hmm. I need to get better about that. And I want to be better about that because I do love myself truly. Mm -hmm. And I find such joy in people that do this, 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 and that. Or even if you're manifesting a job, you know, saying the same thing at the beginning about yourself and then saying, and this is the type of job that I would love to be in oh, I'm going to bring this to me, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's yeah. that whole thing. Whatever you have growing inside of you is exactly what you're going to get in the world around you. Yeah. So, and I think we said that last time, you are what you think about all day long. So be careful what you're thinking about. Be careful about your self-talk. Um, implement self-love on a daily basis. I don't care, like I said, if it's only for two minutes a day, because eventually that's going to spill over and it's going to take over the entire being. You know, you will eventually spend an entire day enjoying being in your own presence because hell, be a little bit cocky sometimes and know that you're great. I mean, we're all such loving beings and we come here and we just lose track of that so quickly, you know, because of the bad self-talk we hear from our parents to themselves or our friends or the things we see on a television set. I mean, I know there's cartoons that my kids watch that later in the day, they're saying like really mean things to each other. <laughs> I'm like, where did you learn that from? You know, cause I'm not that parent that sits there and is like, what are you watching? Cause I got other things to do. I'm not concerned about what you're watching, 
I put I put what I thought was a good television station uh, Disney on, and uh, somehow seriously. you're picking up like bad language. Uh, but you know, it's amazing how all of that can influence yeah. that mental state, and that's always what Casey and I are trying to tell everybody too: is to get out of the head and back into the heart. This mm-hmm. mind of ours is a is a maze of crap. It's a total, you know, hurricane, literally, as we are having and, and fires. And it's all the things that you see bubbling up in nature because we have so much of it inside of our minds and our minds create so much. So if everybody could think about that for a second, all the turmoil that you have going on and all the turmoil we have between each other, because it's really within, is creating catastrophic issues in our environment. But when everybody was really quiet and had to stay home, and go and sink within the earth started healing itself Hmm. thoughts let's think about it okay (laughs) so you know there's all those things all those connections to start making you know when you are with yourself when you are connecting with yourself everything will get easier um you know that whole saying i don't even remember who said it and maybe you do casey but um love deeply and you will walk with god who said that i don't remember but somebody said it wasn't me yeah but love deeply and you will walk with god you know i mean yeah the the best way to connect with god Mm -hmm. is to love yourself yeah and because i mean then you're essentially loving him Mm -hmm. so go ahead casey yeah no i mean it reminded me of um you know i've always loved that jesus had two commandments you know one was love thy God with all thy heart and all thy soul and love thy neighbor as thyself. Right. You know, and that was it. And on everything, you can hang all the command, all the rest of the commandments, right? Cause if you're doing right. those two, then you're, you're well within and you're well without right. as, as within. So without, you know, you don't need the don't kill, don't no adultery. You know, you don't need those right. ones no. if you're doing those. Right. Um, so I've because always you would that. never very similar to what you're saying. You know, yeah. it's all based, both are based in love. Right. Love within and love of others. And that's yeah. it. He's like, guys, there's like two, two commandments here. Okay. Just that's do it. these two and you're all set. So true. I never even <laughs> thought of it that way. That is honestly, I love it. I that love is it. so true because yep. everything does branch from those two things. Because yep. if you're loving your neighbor as you love thyself, mm-hmm. well, actually it's thou shall love thy neighbor as thyself. However, it's that, yeah. Mm-hmm. then then you would never you would never commit adultery you would mm-hmm. never kill anybody mm-hmm. you would never create weapons of mass destruction you would never you know none of those bully things. yourself or bully others you right. know you yeah. never would you would never do any of these extremes to harm or hurt anything yeah because you're inside of them too mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, if I'm going to harm them, then I'm truly harming myself and I'm harming God. So if you have that love for yourself, you have no interest in harming anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it is that thing too, you know, that like you said, if you're loving within, you're loving you and you're loving God, you know, it's all kind of that one same beautiful connected package where you can't separate the two. Cause that was so much what I was going to, I mean, we're healing this idea of separation. You know, why do we not have self-love? Well, because we feel separate deep down underneath it all. We feel separate from source. We feel separate from God. If you have that place within where it's so entangled and so enmeshed that it just becomes one beautiful energy, Mm -hmm. then that's the root of self-love because you're no longer feeling separate. And if you feel connected to God and source within, you can connect to others outside of you. You can number one, connect to yourself. 
even in this funny little 3D bodysuit that we have, you know, our little video game avatar running around, right? Mm-hmm. You can you can still connect and you connect to others and have that sense of of spaciousness and grace. Mm-hmm. Um even for what the video game characters do in the video game, you know. Right. So, but I do I do love that. I think it's important to presence that you can only not have self-love if you're feeling disconnected from the flow of well-being, if you're feeling separate, because if you know you are that flow of well-being, you are the grace of God, then you immediately have self-love. You don't, you don't achieve it. You don't get there. It's not a destination. It's just an experience in the moment. You know, this isn't um, something to gain. You know, it's only something you can experience moment to moment to moment or not moment to moment Mm -hmm. to moment, you know, um, it's not a destination. Um, it really is that, you know, just the journey of, am I, am I feeling it? Am I not feeling it? Am I feeling disconnected? Am I feeling connected? Am I, you know, it's just, it's real simple, right? Yeah. And if, um, and if people are kind of looking, I mean, that feeds right into what I just wrote down again. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just lining up the balls so you can hit them out of the park and I'm (laughs) lining up the balls for you too. All right. So if other, that goes right into like, if others are upsetting you, Mm -hmm. okay. That's a good one. Yeah. If others are upsetting you, if everything around you is chaotic and you're like, oh, I just can't, can't get a grip on this person. I can't get a grip on that person. That's when you need to be really quiet for just a moment. I'm not saying Mm. like an hour. I'm saying just a moment and go within and say, okay, where am I upset within myself? Yeah. Is my love aligned? Is it not aligned? You know, where am I? Am I okay? No, I'm not okay. Why am I not okay? And having that positive self-talk with yourself and then bringing yourself back up. And I guarantee you those people are not going to upset you. You know, it's always, and Casey and I have said this so many times, on this podcast and just in general in our lives to other people, to our, to each other, to our children, you know, it starts with you. Every bit of how you're feeling starts with you. And if you are not in alignment with you, then things are chaotic. So that's your first sign that you're not in a line is when someone's pissing you off, you feel like you can't control something, you know, first of all, remove the mind and go back into self. Um, yeah, God, I cannot, I'm thinking about like all kinds of things that came up this week, you know, even with my clients, you know, just that, that lack of self-love, that lack of self-understanding, um, and how, how so many of them have, you know, issues going on all over their lives and they can't seem to grasp and understand why. And it's because it just comes back to, they feel lost and out of control within, And so that needs to be put back in place. And I'm telling you, the only way to do it is to love yourself. And I know it sounds so hard for some people, but like we talked about in the beginning, it's just finding that little niche of joy. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like we we talked about in one of our first podcasts, if that's painting a picture, if that's, you know, knitting or sewing or, you know, going for a run or going to the gym or whatever it is that brings you back and hones you back into the centered source, Mm -hmm. that's where you need to go as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. Screw it if dinner's late (laughs) because dinner's going to taste like shit. You know, I think it was actually Mm -hmm. Abraham Hicks who said, or maybe it wasn't, maybe it was Muji. Somebody said this and I remember thinking, oh, isn't that so true? Like, would you keep eating food that tasted like shit? Hmm. 
Would you keep drinking water that tasted like crap? Yeah. Would you keep driving the same car that kept breaking down and never got you to where you wanted to go? You know, would yeah. you keep trying to climb the tree that every branch broke on the way up? Hmm. Would you still try to climb up it? No, you'd go find a tree that was sturdy with, you know, secure branches. Yeah. You'd find water that tasted good. You'd find a car that got you where you needed to go. You'd find shoes that didn't have holes in the bottom of them that you got blisters every time you stepped out of the house on the hot pavement. Like yeah. you have to do those things so to fix your life and make things more enjoyable. So why the hell can't you do it for yourself? Hmm. You know, you've got holes in there. Yeah. You've got bad running water in there. You've got nasty, stinky food in there. But you hit it. You have to care enough. You have but to you care have enough to care. about yourself, just like you would care about your child. If he was starving, yes. you yes. would find a way, you would look them. for food and find a way, come hell or high water for food. And why won't we do that for ourselves? You know, right. why, why are we suddenly, it's okay to just neglect ourselves or whatever? Like, why is that okay? Right. It's fascinating, right? You right. wouldn't neglect your child. Why would you right. neglect yourself? Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, that goes back to, you know, I think it was, I don't know, 15 years ago, I was walking down the streets of Boulder and we all know Pearl street. Like I love it. Cause I'm crazy, but, um, you know, and I stop and I talk to everybody. Like I would, I talk, I, I made good, very good friends with the local homeless one year. I don't know what it was. They just, you know, I was attracted to their lifestyle. They were attracted to things I had to say and we'd sit on a bench and we talk. And it was so interesting how these people who had supposedly nothing were so incredibly connected to themselves that they could predict anything that was going to occur in a matter of seconds. I mean, I had a man who was talking to a homeless man that was talking to me about hummus. I was like, why is he talking to me about hummus? <laughs> what the hell? And he was asking me how to make hummus. Huh. And then all of a sudden, like two minutes later, I'm walking down the street and this lady says, would you like to try this hummus? Oh my gosh. So Interesting. Like, this guy is like so connected to where I was going next. Huh. You know, did I like hummus? <laughs> you know, he's asking all these things. Like, what? <laughs> and, um, and then another time I came out of a restaurant and I had leftovers. And this is funny that you say, like, put somebody before you. And this bum, I, I gave him my food. I said, here you go. I don't need these leftovers, you know. And I had seen him around a little bit. And um, he said, oh, well, this will be for my dog tonight. And I was like, excuse me? Mm. He's like, yeah, I ate yesterday. That tonight, today's his day. And it was kind of like, wow, okay. Well, he shares, you know, he alternates. Like I got the mask yesterday, the oxygen mask. Now you can have it today. You know, yeah. but he still had so much love and joy in him when yeah. he was giving because he was so in sync with himself and how, and how they work together. And so, yeah, you may spend days, you know, putting everybody first, but truly you came first, yeah. you know, in that day. So just making sure that you're in connection with you before you start your day, like get out of bed and immediately put yourself in connection with you. So, okay. What, what else do you want to say? Anything? No, I think that's most of it. I think I'll just, um, kind of as a bandwagon to that, somebody, I loved it. They were talking about, you know, kind of your, your radiance, your emanation in the world, that that's your main currency. 
Like, you know, aside from money, aside from all this other stuff that we get attached to in the physical, but in terms of the non-tangibles, like your energy, your radiance, number one, it's important. And number two, it's your main currency. It's what Mm -hmm. you have to work with. Give yourself something to work with. You know, Mm -hmm. people the same way you don't want to be poor. You don't want to have Mm -hmm. zero money. You know, we all try and live our lives and, you know, have a vocation and, and work hard and, you know, have money to then get some things we want and have a lifestyle and all these things. Well, it's the same thing. If, if your main currency, you know, is this energy that you have, then feed that energy because then that will, that will turn around. That will, um, result in manifesting money. It will Mm -hmm. result in manifesting relationships. It's, it's the source, you know, and you're not alone. You know, we talked a lot about this. It's like, if you think you're alone to try and make all this happen, that's a lot of extra hard work, you know, that you're going to have to like Mm -hmm. sweat and labor for. And every little thing, is that right? Is that wrong? You're going to have self-doubt. You're going to have all this stuff, you know, that's Mm -hmm. very heavy. Um, versus if you know, you're not alone, you know, you're guided by spirit, you know, there's a flow, you know, then it, it will, I just, I loved how they called it a currency, that your energy and your radiance is a currency. Like the word of it was so cool. I just thought, wow, that's really great to think of it in that way, to have, to put that level of value on it. You know, we put value on money. I have $5,000 in my bank account or, you know, it's like we have all this value everywhere else, the value of other people, the value, you know, so it's like, what is your value? Mm -hmm. Do you place value on your currency of the energy that you're putting out, your right. joy, your love, your flow, your, you know, sense of centeredness and self and source. So it's just a fun way, you know, to play with it and to actually have it be valuable. Cause if something's valuable, you make it a priority. Your child is valuable to you. So you put energy in, you know, you make it a priority to take care of that child. Um, it almost takes a level of value. So right. if you're not doing that for yourself, it's because you're not valuing mm-hmm. yourself and you're not, right. it's not valuable to you to do that. So you know, you it's a perception value. thing. If, if it's a currency to you and it's valuable, boom, you might shift perception in a moment, yeah. you know, and do that. So I just, I loved that mm-hmm. and thought it was really cool. Yeah. And can you truly value your child if you don't even value yourself? Yeah. You know, that's where you really have to ask yourself that. Like, yeah. am I truly valuing my child for everything that they are? Probably not because I don't even value myself for everything that I am. Yeah. And the deeper um, you go into that, the deeper you might notice like, wow, I'm, I'm valuing my child more. I'm valuing right. life more. I'm yes. more present. I'm more grateful. You know, it brings, yes. it allows for all those things versus looking for what's wrong. Here's what's right. wrong. Here's what's wrong. Here's what's wrong versus, yep. wow, here's what's flowing. Here's what's good. Right. Here's where I'm grateful. It's a total shift in perception yeah. that, like you said, then allows you all of a sudden you're maybe not going to notice the things about your child or mm-hmm. your spouse or whoever that are just really getting to you. Maybe you're just right. going to naturally notice the things. Wow. That thing about them is so lovable. The more you see in yourself, wow, that thing right. I do. I love that. I love right. that in them. Wow. That other thing they do. I do love that. You know, you'll just right. notice it more naturally. And it kind of like we were talking at the beginning, then it becomes, that's more your natural state of being. That's when you know you're making a shift to it right. actually self-love as a habit. You know, exactly. for a while, you almost have to like work on the habit to mm-hmm. noticeably Break change it. your self-talk, to you noticeably do. be in the present moment, to noticeably bring it back to center when you've mm-hmm. gone out. Um, but then eventually you can, it'll start to happen more naturally. And then you'll look back and go, wow, I, I really my God, compared to a year ago, I'm doing so much better, you know? So that's a, a good thing to work towards, you know, those Mm -hmm. moments where you're just so in the flow, you almost don't even realize it. And you're just like, wow, I've really come a long way. Right. 
Yeah. Because I mean, you're worth that, it. Yeah. Right. It's that whole thing of do not love yourself for what you have. Yeah. Love yourself for the spirit that you have. Yeah. You know? That you just, are. Yeah, that you are. I mean, yeah. you just have to completely dismiss everything, you know, like you were saying, that whole materialistic world has to go away yeah. for you to truly appreciate who you really are. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and what's cool, so how Kelly and I came about uh, the topic of self-love, um, I did mention briefly in the podcast last week that Kelly and I are currently developing a course and um, the one we're developing happens to be through a women's organization. So we are, um, you know, gearing it to women, although really 90% of the content is really just, just for anybody. I mean, probably 99% of it, you know, it's not yeah, even women specific. Um, and we'll probably open it up at a certain point. But it was very open and we were like, huh, what topic, you know, would we do? And immediately Kelly said self-love. And I was like, yeah, that's perfect. You know, it's like, because that's the starting place. Um, Self-love with a capital S, you know, including spirit, Mm -hmm. including source, not the little s love. You know, there's a big difference. And I like writing it that way. Um, I'm kind of one of those, you know, like, like in the Bible or whatever, where you write Holy (laughs) Spirit and spirit, you know, has a capital S, you know, so it's the the big S self, not the little Mm -hmm. S self. Um, And that was kind of, you know, how we came around to really diving into this topic and thinking about this topic. And we're still in development of the course and Mm -hmm. how that's going to be offered and when and all of that. But we've really been having a lot of fun with it. And it's allowed us to dive into it for ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so anyways, that's kind of where the topic came from tonight. So stay tuned. We'll we'll let you know kind of how that's flowing. Um, Like I said, it's a work in progress, but but we're pretty excited about it. It is. I think it's going to be what? Yeah. Oh, because that's what I was going to say. The, the name of the course is The oh, yeah. Ripple Effect of Deep Self-Love. Right. And what we loved about that is it, it sums up, that was where I was trying to go with this. Yeah. It sums up everything we've been talking tonight, you know, talking about uh, tonight in terms of, you know, the ripple effect. If yep. you do have a sense of deep self-love within, the ripple effect of that in your life, in your health, in your relationships, in the world is powerful. Yes. And, you know, so it kind of has that love within, the love without, the ripple effects. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of where we're having a fun time playing with yeah. that. The basis, the course is going to start with the self, the person, the you. And then from there, you know, we'll kind of keep branching um, outwards into the other realms. But uh, I just wanted to throw the name in there because the yeah. idea of the ripple effect is very powerful. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the whole key to it. It, Like we talked about in this podcast just now, I mean, we were trying not to give too much away. So we were like (laughs) darting around the charts, but um, it is, you know, it's, it is the essence of what is going to come for you based off of how you are doing within. So, and eventually the course, you know, might be available as like more of a, um, you know, even if you don't do it live, like a video download kind of thing. So I think it'll be offered in a variety of ways. And we're kind of playing with that as moving forward. You Mm -hmm. know, uh, this podcast has been like an incubator and we love that, you know, and we'll continue with that. But then, you know, there could be like little offshoots and this has been, you know, a fun offshoot of, okay, how do we now with a group of people, you know, really deepen into that and really allow them to dive deeper into some of these topics that we're exploring, Mm -hmm. um, kind of in more of like a, a group setting where the energy of the group, you know, contributes to everybody kind of in that same ripple effect idea. So, um, we're having a fun time playing with that and, uh, you know, that contributes to our own sense of centeredness and what we're up to. So exactly fun. 
Yeah, I'm really excited about that course, actually. I'm excited to hear what comes out of our mouths. <laughs> kind of like tonight. I we know, had a right? very rough outline of something. And I actually yeah. loved what we did because yeah. um, just it's kind just of free-flowing, flowing. a lot yeah. of thoughts came out. Because for the first time over the last two weeks, I wasn't like thinking about you know, the podcast topic and really what Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I barely had any notes whatsoever. And it was good to just see what came out and what flowed out. You know, I I enjoyed that. That was, I know, but the only notes that I developed were off of conversation. (laughs) I was like, Oh, I have to say that, you know, perfect. I like that. I really like that. Well, do you want to, um, do you want to read your, your passage from spirit? Yeah. Let me just kind of intro how this, yeah, let's do it. And so this is interesting. I was telling Casey, you know, I got this, um, it was actually yesterday that I was getting a, you know, like constant hit in the head. Like we have something to say, you know, if you can slow down for two minutes and write it down. And I was like, I'm cleaning the house. (laughs) And I even told Casey that I was like, if I, as soon as I sit down to acknowledge it, I may have Uh, a passage. Seriously. So I actually didn't sit down Uh, to acknowledge it till like today at three o'clock. Really? That's great. Hey, so instead, perfect. And I didn't get a meditation. Yeah. And I didn't get my meditation in today. Right. Huh, yeah. So that's why I think they went directly into trying to get me to meditate through it. Yeah. Now that's yeah. just like hitting me just now because I told Casey, I said, this is like a, <laughs> this is like a meditation passage. Yeah. And I told my guides is there, you know, streaming it to me. I'm like, I can't close my eyes. Like I have to write. So oh, like, okay, we'll kind of do a combo of both. So I, I love that. So if it doesn't make a lot of sense, it's because I probably cut a few parts out because I conked out and I'm just oh, that's so funny out in my own world. So this is a really interesting passage. I'm just going to preface it like that. No, no disrespect to you guys, you know? So, (laughs) all right. So this is, I invite everybody to close their eyes and become a part of this um, meditation because it is, it's a very visual meditation. All right. Close your eyes and dive deep into your heart. Stay there for a moment. Look around. Quiet your mind to a soft whisper and feel the presence of your spirit. Now, I want you to envision God coming through the light of your heart to join you and embrace you. As he holds you in his arms, he is going to ask you to let go. Please, he says, let go. Let go of your fears. Let go of your hate. Let go of your sadness, your confusion, your unrest, and betrayal and anger. Let go of your need for others to love you. Be the love and the peace that I am. Feel God all around you, holding you, and watch all of your difficulties drip off of you like rainwater upon leaves of a giant oak tree. Feel God's warmth, his love, and his presence within you. You are his child, and you are loved and treasured. We want you to know this feeling for the rest of your existence. Now, God is going to lift you up and allow for you to see the sky in all of its colors and shapes. Do you see this? He is going to lift you further now so that you can see the stars, the planets, the cosmos, the universal poles and shifts. Do you feel this? Now dive down with him all the way to the bottom of the ocean floor and look at all the mystery and beauty that you have never, ever seen before. As you swim back to the surface with God, take a deep breath 
and move with him back into your heart. This is love, he says, the possibility of all things, the ups and downs, the visions, the views, all of this is a part of you. How can you not love this? How can you not love that this is you? Love you for you are the impossible and the possible, the beauty and the truth. The salvation, the survivor, and the savior. You are me. You are God. You are pure love. Now, my child, as I place you down, I wish for you never to forget this moment. For this moment is now, and now is ever present. That's it. You can open your eyes. <laughs> That's lovely. So, yeah, that was their little... Wow. Um, meditative self-love thing for for people to you know you know maybe that's a way that you find self-love I didn't even think of that through because I'm like sitting here today and I was like what is a way other than you know the literally a ripple effect yeah of finding joy and letting that overtake you finding little things but I guess this could be one you know just Mm -hmm. spending time in meditation is always healing yeah, because no it's spending what. time with God. It's spending time with right. yourself. Right. It's being exactly. still. It's being quiet. Being still, yeah. yeah, because that is what meditation is to many of us: is that time with God. You know, yeah. where there is no thought, there is no you know mind traveling anywhere, any direction. It's just stillness. It's quiet, and you know you really can get in touch with things that way. So. Yeah. And you can visualize like you just did going on adventures, not alone with the energy of God, you know, however you see that, um, what was really beautiful. What came to me when, you know, you were, you were going through that whole thing was that, you know, the golden bubble I always talk about that I, I visualize myself within, I was like, Oh, that's my God bubble. That's what I'm being held in. Not like I, didn't know that or, but I don't know, it like deepened, like my understanding right, of that for you. Yeah. deepened, like really feeling held and contained mm-hmm. yes. in this like liquid gold, beautiful mm-hmm. sense of love, which is self, which is God, which is all of it, which mm-hmm. is the entangled connection, not right. separate from, you know, um, yeah. but that was beautiful. Cause I was like, Oh, I just felt so, you know, held yeah. and it, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. It's always there if I am in touch with it. Right. You know, in an instant, you know, it's always present, Mm -hmm. um, but am I present to it? Um, Well, it's just beautiful. It's a good way to, you know, because I think a lot of people are hesitant on meditation, partly because it is such a lonesome thing. You know, it's like, what do you mean I have to go and be quiet with myself? You know, and it's like, well, Again, because it can be really noisy when you get by yourself, right? Like it's just like Handy. the noise. Yeah, and so it's like you have just to listen to that, some of the noise. Yeah, just take that away. Just be be with God. Be with be with yourself. It's such a great thing to just be with yourself. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I like that. Love yourselves, and I'll post yeah. that so you can you know people can read it to themselves or perfect. You know, just give themselves a visual when and, they're yeah. I'll try and note in the notes, like at what, you know, timestamp it was so that if people want to go back and listen to it, yeah. they can kind of like scroll back. Cause that was really, yeah. lovely. so I like that. Too bad Thank we didn't you. have any like good music. You should have been singing. 
next, next time I won't let you close your eyes. I'm like, and accompanied by. Oh, seriously. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Or have like that I am meditation music by Wayne yeah. Dyer in the background. That's what I started yeah. using on my meditations. That's what I was playing in the background, you know, because it is well, it's lovely. Well, and plus it, it actually is all those tuning forks are in, and yeah. the, the bowls are all vibration of God. Like they yeah. actually did like a full on study of those. Yeah and put them into that vibration of God energy. So that's yeah. why, you know, it calls to me too. The other one that calls to me and everyone should check out, we should put her on the bottom is Maylon. Yeah. Oh, oh I love God. her. Oh. oh my goodness. Cause her she'll, singing combined yes. with the bowls is like unbelievable. She'll put you in a trance. You've never, ever known. Oh, seriously. So, seriously. I'd like to just go lie down on the floor. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, powerful. So, yeah. 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 There's some things people can look into, you know, anything yep. that helps you kind of jive and get back with you. Yep. We're all for it. So, yep. yep. Especially yep. during this time. Oh, seriously. Blessed. Blessed. We are blessed. Who we are is the love within, no matter what is happening outside, yep. inside. Yep. Ah, tap in and play with it. That, you know, yep. that's the other thing. Have it, you know, a sense of lightness and humor. I mean, half the time that's how I express self-love is by like, just like chuckling at oh, myself. Yeah. Even if you're like, oh my God, sweetie, like that was, you know, like, oh, yeah. that was like so funny. Or like you do that thing, you know, or yeah. like did it again, you know, like if you can have some lightness about it, that's half yes. the game right there. Yes. It's just giving, that's the spaciousness, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll by default kind of start to give that to others as well. Like we get so we serious do. and we get so weighed down and like, oh my God, how could I have done that? That's, you know, yeah. it's like, please kind of, you know, laugh about on. it. I even tell my son that it's like, well, you can't do anything about it now. You can only do better the next time. Like all you can do is move forward and have some sense within yourself that maybe I'll handle that differently next time, Mm -hmm. you know, have a good attitude, you know, have the kind of attitude that looks for the good that looks for, okay, well, I didn't do that so well, but I did do that. And then next time I would like to do this more, you know, and the more you care, the more it's a priority, the more it's important, Mm -hmm. the more you'll do it, the more you'll notice it, the more you'll, you know, start to turn it into more of a habit, but it has to be important. You do have to care. You do have to care about yourself. Right. You do have to be important to yourself. Yep. Um, so play with that, have fun with that. We have no idea what our topic is going to be for the next podcast, but you know, we'll come up with something. It'll, it'll it'll (laughs) arrive somewhere. Oh, seriously. But thanks for tuning in again. If you have any comments or you have any topics you would love for us to explore, um, please just let us know. You can private message us. You can type in the comments. We would love to hear from you. Um, we always love to hear, you know, um, any reactions or thoughts you might have. So stay tuned for upcoming, upcoming offerings. Yes. Love to you all. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye.